Hello, everybody. Welcome to this convention prep episode of Beware the Board, a horror podcast where we watch a randomly selected horror movie every week. I'm Bob. And I'm Ben. How have you been, Ben? Ah, you know, I've been great. We haven't had the record in the morning for a while. I've been so happy and just having a great time with life. And then um, today happens. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. Look, I don't like, look. I think I've become accustomed to recording in the morning at this point. It doesn't really affect me that much anymore. It sucks for you because you have you have actual human responsibilities and I don't. Yeah. But, like, I'm chilling, man. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Totally fine. God bless. Oh, my Lord. Do you have anything you want to talk about before we get to the movie? Because I don't think I have anything. And I just thought, man, that conversation we had earlier could have been a really good podcast segment. Nah. <laughs> but we talked about it off the podcast, and I'm not going to rehash that entire conversation again. Yeah. Because that was, ugh, damn it. We should really shut the fuck up and record. Well, for context here, Bob decided to upload things at our scheduled recording time. So well, because- I walk in the door, and he's like, hi, we can't use the computer now. We're going to wait 30 minutes. But it was a benefit. We got to go get coffee. We could have done that after this intro. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is I could have been sleeping. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. My bad. Look, I didn't think it would take me that long. For those of you that are unaware. Bob's bad at measuring time. That's not true. I just thought I would have more time. I also didn't think I would get out so late. I was late from home from work today, like later than normal. So I told Ben, like, hey, be here at 6 o'clock. And I was like, that gives me, like, I normally I'm home at, like, 4.30, 4.45. I get here at, like, 5.15. So I had, like, 45 minutes, and I was editing the episode. I was editing, not going to, I was editing an episode. And I was, like, cutting out the screams and stuff. And I had to, like, basically when I cut that the screams. That episode has 100% come out That episode's come out, yeah, but I don't want to spoil when time we're recording this. Oh, okay. Because, like, I, I don't know. The illusion. Fair enough, I guess. Anyway, I was cutting the screams, and it's in, like, a separate file from the rest of the episode because the way I have to do it, if you listen to the podcast, you know this, uh, I have to, I usually give, like, a spoiler of, like, hey, if you don't want any spoilers from the outtakes, skip to this time. Well, that has to go before the outtakes, so I have to record like record them in a separate file or whatever. So I was copy and pasting them over, and this episode had a lot of outtakes. So it took like 24 minutes for it to paste from the file. So it just took a long time, and I didn't think about that. So I'm sorry I wasted your time, Ben, but we did listen to some pretty cool music while we were waiting. Don't worry, Bob. You always waste my time. I did appreciate your pretty cool music comment, though. Yeah. Well, I was trying to be nice, and you just... Well, I sorry. You, you set it up. And I had to take it, but I do appreciate the compliment when I show you music. You always show me cool music. Like, uh, most of the stuff you show me is stuff that I'm like, damn, I should listen to that. And then I ask you for it, and then I add it to my Spotify playlist later. Yeah. You have very good taste in music. Well, most of the time. Hey. I, there's some stuff that I'm just like, you like that I'm just not a fan of. <laughs> like, mostly country stuff that I'm just like, meh. I don't like super country stuff. Though. No, but you have, like, like, I like folk music, but you have a different... You're on a different level when it comes to that kind of stuff compared to me. Weird. Yeah, and I'm just like... It's almost like I play a folk instrument. It's true. Ben plays a folk instrument, everyone. Have we talked about it on the show? I think we mentioned me stabbing myself with a string. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we could say you played the banjo. I didn't want to put you on blast if that was not no, it's out fine. there. I play the banjo not well, but I, I do it. <laughs> well, you take lessons. I mean, you're getting yeah. better. You should you should have a we should do an episode of the podcast that's just you playing the banjo. Oh, you should play the banjo for our theme song. We should have a theme song that where it's you playing the banjo. Have you thought about we were talking about replacing the music for the outro and the intro and stuff later? We well, should totally just play the banjo. I can play the drums. I got a drum kit. So can I. I can the, also play the piano and the xylophone. Why don't and we just make our own music? What the hell? Because that requires us to actually write music, Bob. 
You've never written music? I'm sorry, I wasn't grungy as fuck in high school. I I was in choir, first of all. That's how I learned how to write music. Yeah, but but that doesn't make my statement false. Fuck you. You were the grungy kid in the back of the the choir of angels. Yeah, with fucking long-ass hair. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, uh, off topic. We were a bit ranty there. Uh, is there anything actually, like, horror-related that you want to talk about before we move on to the movie? Not really. I don't have anything either, but I just thought I'd ask. No, not on a convention prep episode, which this is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just thought I'd ask. I always like to ask. So, moving on. Convention prep, guys. Yeah. Yeah, special of the week. If you tuned in for our last time episode, I can't even say last week because we've been releasing multiple of these yep. a week. But uh, last time we were doing the Dead trilogy mm-hmm. from Romero, uh, like his original one. And today we're doing Halloween 4 and then, uh, you know, the next episode of this, which is going to come out on Monday, mm-hmm. it's going to be Halloween 5. I'm so excited. Which I just want to say, we've really done a weird watch order here. We yeah. Did Halloween 1 and 2, as well as Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, Bob's favorite Halloween. And then we skipped right to Rob Zombie's Halloween. Well, it was because it fit with House of a Thousand Corpses at the it time. It did. So we were trying to keep those together, but now we're doing... But also, we didn't add these till later. Like, this came, yeah. these came after the list was finalized, and then they added more people. Yep. So, like, we kind of had to throw them in somewhere, and we probably would have watched them, honestly, after Rob Zombie's Halloween or before, but we just didn't know that we needed to. So, yeah. we're so, just throwing them in here. Well, it just also didn't fit the House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, it doesn't fit that vibe at all. All right, so... You actually don't know who's in this movie. No, I don't know yeah. shit about this movie. So I'm really excited to watch this one. To be a surprise. All right, so I, I guess you ready to just get into it? Yeah, sure. Okay, so today we were watching Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Fuck yeah, he's that's back. The, that's the full one. I'm so excited. Maybe he's not in this movie at all. Ben, I'll fuck, <gasps> I'll strangle you. I'll strangle you on podcast. It wouldn't be my fault. I don't care. I, did, I wasn't alive in 1988 when this movie came out. Fuck yeah. Oh, this is like they also oh, okay. Before before you continue, I'm sorry. I have a ra- I have a little bit of a rant to go on. Halloween two came out in 1981. Mm-hmm. This came out in 1988. 81 is like most people consider it like the best year for horror like ever. Like they're like 1981. Some of the best films to ever come out of the genre came out, right? Not the best, but like it's just a prolific year. Yeah, just a lot of really classic stuff came out. This is post that 1988. So we've had seven years or no. Yeah, you, seven you keep years skipping of Halloween three. Shut up! I don't care about that one. Yes, you do. It's your favorite. I hate it. We've had seven years for the horror genre to develop, and for all these other slasher films and other like. Basically, what I'm saying is, I'm so curious how different this one's gonna be because there's been a lot of time for horror as a genre to progress without there having been a new Halloween film that included Michael Myers. Yeah, I and mean that's it's very been exciting. Six years since our last Halloween film. I know. I'm hype. Halloween three season of the witch. Gross. Great movie. It's. Fine. It had your favorite named guy, Dick Warlock, in it. <laughs> well, Dick Warlock's awesome. I don't care about... We've seen multiple Dick Warlock films. He's good in all of them. Yeah. So that's fine. But I'm just talking about why Halloween 3 Season of the Witch is your favorite Halloween film. <laughs> I'm not even going to fight you on it, because now you're just being a, a smarmy I'm gonna, bastard. I'm going to meme it so much, it's going to change your opinion one day. You're it's gonna not. Like, Fuck. It's not going to work. Fuck. It's straight up a work. It'll work. There's no way Season of the Witch is better than one or two. It'll grow on you. It won't. Like a fungus. Ew. Or like a mask. No, I don't like I don't like that. All right. I guess you're ready to start, though. Yeah, sorry. I just wanted to go on that little rant. All right. Description. Where'd the silver shamrock mask go? In the garbage. <laughs> Fuck Into you. the incinerator. They're great. Okay, those are cool. I'll admit that. That catchy little jingle. Stop it. How many days till Halloween, Bob? 
I don't know, Ben. Four more days till Halloween. Can we move on? Before <laughs> I get mad. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is for wasting my time. Uh, length one hour and twenty eight minutes. Oh, a normal length movie. It's rated R. Hell yeah. Review scores. IMDb gave it a five point eight out of ten. Oh. Tomato meter gave it a thirty five percent. Oh. And audience scores at fifty three percent. Okay. <laughs> Look. Look. I'm excited to watch these because it's an 80s Michael Meyer film, and that's exciting. It's almost a 90s Michael Meyer film. It's still in the 80s. We're still there. All right. uh, Awards. One win and two nominations. Oh, what a thing. Okay. A notable actress, Ellie Cornell as Rachel Carruthers. She was Casper in House of the Dead. Danielle Harris as Jamie Lloyd. She was Tosh Guaneri in Urban Legend. George P. Wilbur as Michael Myers. Uh, He also did stunts on Escape from New York. Michael Pataki as Dr. Hoffman. Uh, he was Nikolai Koloff in Rocky IV. Bue Starr as Sheriff Ben Meeker. He was Willie in Fletch. Kathleen Kidmont as Kelly Meeker. She was Gloria in Bride of Reanimator. Oh! Saucer Denson as Brady. She was Grueler and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The movie, not oh. the TV show. I've seen the TV show. That's why I was like, huh? I didn't know there was a movie. I didn't know it was a movie either. Yeah. It came out in 1992. Huh. It is apparently more comedic than the, the TV Maybe show. Maybe we'll watch it. Uh, Gene Ross as Earl. They were, played a cop in Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Carmen Philpy as Reverend Jackson P. Sayer. Shout out to Abby here. Messenger and Beetlejuice. Ah, yes. Abby's favorite film. And then uh, Raymond O'Connor as security guard. He was Park Ranger Bob in The Rock. Wait, hold on. Huh. Mm-hmm. Hold on. What's going on here, Ben? What? Where? What? What? What kind of movie is this? Huh? What do you mean? Is it you done with the actors? What? Are you done with naming the actors in the film? Yeah. What? What? What's happening here? What do you mean? Where? Where is she? Where's who? Where's Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode in this film? Not in this film. Maybe she's not in the film. Maybe I didn't tell you, so it's a surprise. Hmm. Also, wait, hold on. So, who plays? What's the name of the dude that played? Uh, sorry, I just had a small stroke. What's the <laughs> name of the dude that plays Michael Myers in this? George something? George P. Wilbur. Okay, interesting. This is the third different one, because it was Nick Castle and Tony Moran. Then it was Dick Warlock. Shout out Dick Warlock. Badass name. And now it's this guy. Good old George. Well, no, someone redid their role in Halloween 3 Season of the Witches, Michael Myers. Michael? For that that brief cameo in the TV set. It's true. Halloween 1. That was Nick Castle. I pulled a bob there, do you see? Halloween (laughs) 1. Anyway, I'm interested to see this new Michael, because, like, I liked... The original Michael. I like Dick Wolock's Michael. I'm excited to see what this guy does with Michael. Mm-hmm. I just thought I'd bring that up. But I am mad that Laurie Strode's not in this a little bit. Just a little bit. Director's Dwight H. Little. Uh, he also directed Anaconda's The Hunt for the Blood Orchid. That's Anaconda 2. Ah, I was... Wa- you know what's funny? I was uh, working on the Anaconda, looking for the poster, and the first thing it typed it, auto-finished was Anaconda 2 to Hunt for the Blood Orchid. I went, no, 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 not that one. I went to the original. It's a bad poster for Anaconda. The Anaconda poster sucks. Uh, writer Alan B. McElroy. Uh, he also wrote Wrong Turn, the 2021 uh, remake. Oh! Reboot thingy. I heard whatever. the original was like actually pretty solid. A lot of people like it. It's a classic inbred mutant redneck cannibal. mutant cannibal yeah. film. It's probably the most egregious of that genre. Oh, uh, I mean, gross. straight up. And it's got a couple sequels. You know, it's it's something. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just heard um, Austin talking about it. Well, yeah, because that's his that's that's his, his thing. that's his thing. Yeah. So McElroy did the screenplay, but I I do want to mention a bunch of people have story by credits on this. Uh, most of them are like 
usually in producer roles, uh, but Donnie Lipsius, uh, Larry Ratner, Benjamin Ruffner, and also Alan B. McElroy. Oh, okay. Budget was estimated at $5 million. It's pretty solid. With a box office return of $17.768 million. They didn't do terrible. They tripled what they made a little by, in a little more. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, it's not really what you want from, like... A Halloween film? A Halloween film, but... Considering there's such a long leap between three and this one, the fact that they got so much back is actually pretty solid. No, it's def- it's decent for a movie, but it's also like not amazing. Well, yeah. Uh, country of origin, United States. Uh, tagline: Ten years ago, he changed the face of Halloween. Tonight, he's back. Okay. So I really only have one fact before we start the movie. All right. So the guy who did the screenplay, uh, McElroy, didn't have a lot of time to write the screenplay and everything. Okay. Uh, because there was a writer strike. Oh. In 1988, mm, like I see. when this happened. So apparently, he was forced to develop the concept, a pitch, and create the final draft in under 11 days. <laughs> Holy shit. That is not a lot of time to work with when you're writing a screenplay for a movie. Yeah. God bless. Okay. Yeah, I'll save everything else to the end. I'll, okay. We'll also talk about like who's going to be at the convention. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, this is a convention episode. We had to talk about who's be at the, who's going to be at the thing. Yeah. I'm excited to see who's going to be there, even though I have no idea who any of these people are yet. But yeah. I'm excited. All right. Uh, we're just going to get to it then. Yeah. We're, uh, we'll see you guys after the movie. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We just finished watching Halloween 4. Oh, man. What a movie. Huh? Yeah. You are so unexcited for this one, I man. Sh- it's 9 a.m., Bob. I know. I know. I know. Do you wanna you wanna get into it before we start saying shit? Yeah, I'm just gonna describe the plot. If you're okay with that. Yeah, sure, go for it. Okay, so first of all, spoilers because this isn't like a plot where it takes off in like a very oh we just left off immediately after kind of thing. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Like new stuff is happening. It's a completely new setup, and the setup's kind of surprising. Yeah, I was so, surprised. So, uh, it's definitely better to go into this film blind. So if you haven't seen it, like final. Final warning right now. Yeah, we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff, like spoiler stuff, because I think it's important to talk about it when you cover this film. Yeah. So, spoiler warning now. Yeah, and we'll try to leave off, like, the major things during our description of the plot, but still. All right? Everyone good? I'm ready. Everyone here? Okay. So, how this film works is the setup is it's 10 years after the last film, uh, which was, in this timeline, Halloween 2, Mm -hmm. not Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. That's its own separate tertiary timeline by itself. But it's 10 years after Halloween 2, and surprise, surprise, Michael survived the giant fiery inferno alongside Dr. Loomis, by the way. He also survived the fiery inferno. Thank God he survived. Uh, I mean, yeah, I fucking love Donald Pleasant. He's so So great to see him again. Although, like, I hate to be this guy, but it doesn't make sense. No, not at all. Michael surviving the fiery inferno? Sure. All right. We he can was, buy it. He had six bullet holes in, it, in him at that point. Yeah, and he was already walk, still walking around killing people. Well, like, I guess whatever. That, was, that was Halloween too. So he had seven bullet holes. <laughs> seven bullet point. holes. And also, he had been fucked up by a bunch of other shit at this point. Yeah, and then he got set on fire. But it's it's Michael, so it's like, okay, he can survive that. Loomis, uh, old man. <laughs> He's old. <laughs> Surviving fiery inferno. Nah. No. But apparently they both survive. And uh, technically, I think Loomis is still on Michael's like case. Yeah, as like his patient, uh, like he's Michael's doctor, but because he's so old, he's kind of like a doctor in name now. 
I think it's mostly implied that like Michael's his only patient. Yeah, it's just him. And so basically, Loomis is home one night, and the guy in charge of the, I guess it's an asylum where yeah. Michael has been essentially in a coma for ten years. It seems like mm-hmm. at the very because he looks like a mummy, and they have him strapped down. It doesn't look like he moves or anything. But the guy in charge of this asylum is moving him. Yep. And of course, because Michael Myers is being moved from the asylum, he's gonna escape. Because that's what he does. That's what he does. And um, guess what? He escapes. And he escapes to go back to Haddonfield to go after his only living relative. Yep. Yes. Laurie Strode. No. No. No, don't it's, lie. Um, it's Jamie Strode, who mm-hmm. is Laurie Strode's daughter. Yep. Laurie Strode's dead. Yeah. Surprised by that, actually. She died off screen along with her uh, unnamed husband. Yeah. And left behind Jamie Strode, who I, you should have picked this up. Jamie Strode's named after Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or it's an homage. But uh, Jamie Strode's, how old would you say she is? Oh, uh, like eight or nine? Okay. Maybe ten? <laughs> She's not ten. I don't know. Well, Bob, let's do the math here. Yep. Halloween 2 happened ten years ago. Mm. Do yeah. you think she just popped out the next day? No, she didn't. <laughs> oh, it's probably like seven. Yeah, I was thinking six or seven. Yeah. She's pretty young. She's a mature kid, but she's yeah. pretty young. Uh, although I I do have to say, Lori got busy very quickly because well she's only she only died eleven months ago. No, I know, but I just meant like Lori was still in high school. Yeah, in the last movie. Yeah, but she probably like got married to some guy right out of high school or yeah, something. Yeah, right away. And had a kid. Anyways, uh, I mean, pretty normal for like the eighties. I guess you know, but it was just like a. I'm just saying, very very quick there. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Lori Strode's dead, so Jamie is living with her adopted family. Which do you remember the last name? Oh, it's something weird. I don't remember the last name actually. Uh, I know the their names, but I don't know their last name. It is the Carruthers. Yeah, that's a interest. That's not a common last name. Yeah. Anyway, she's living with the Carruthers, and um, it's you know two parents, a mom and a dad, and then the sister Rachel. Yep. And basically, what's happening? It's Halloween, and the parents are going out, so Rachel has to watch Jamie and. What follows is exactly what you think would follow. Michael starts coming after Jamie. Jamie's running away. Yep. Uh, Loomis is Loomising. <laughs> Loomis is Loomising. He goes to the police department, gets the sheriff, Ben Meeks. Yep. And is like, hey, Michael's here. And the sheriff is like, oh, God, Michael. And so Sheriff and Loomis start you know, chasing after Michael while trying to protect uh, Jamie and Rachel. Because in this movie, at the very least, they take it super seriously right yeah. from the get-go. Which I appreciated. That's That's really it, though. Yeah. I mean, that's that's basically the whole film. I mean, this film is basically, plot-wise, kind of like Halloween yeah, over, like, uh, over again. Yeah, it's like they redid Halloween, but with a new... Uh, younger. A younger, like... Main character. Main character, but also, like, kept the same plot line of babysitting. Yeah. And Michael chasing. But also, I, I think the big thing that this did differently than Halloween was how serious everyone takes the situation in comparison to the original. It's kind of like a combination of... It's like the premise of Halloween 1 but they're treating it with the same seriousness they had in Halloween 2. Yeah. I think that's the best way to describe it. But I think with that plot established, we're going to move on to talking about it. If you're okay. I don't know. I I don't have much to say about this film. I have a lot I want to say. It's not because it's bad. No. But it's kind of like a nothing movie. The plot is just very similar to the first and second film Mm -hmm. in a way that's just not super... I don't want to say not like super creative, but it's not like... 
the most amazing thing ever. Yeah, it's not groundbreaking for the series. It doesn't do anything that... Okay, the basic plot doesn't do anything new that is interesting enough. The only new thing is Jamie, Mm -hmm. who I like. I like her too. I don't know about you, but I thought uh, Danielle Harris does a great job. Yeah, she's great. This is her first, like, theatrical role. Especially for a kid actor, she does a very, very good job. Yeah, like, theatrical debut, kid actor, does a great job. Because kid acting's hard Mm -hmm. to get well done. Oh, yeah. But she does a good job, especially for a kid that, like, very clearly has a lot of trauma. Oh, yeah. Uh, because that means you have to do highly emotional stuff. And so I think her performance was the, the best in this movie. Uh, but besides her, I didn't feel super invested. Yeah. And a lot of other It was characters. like her and Loomis, and that was it. Yeah. And I, I felt like neither of them got as much screen time as, as they should have. Yeah. Because it, it takes the same route of the original as the babysitter's the main character. Who in this case is Rachel, not Jamie, but Jamie's the one being chased? No, it, it really does feel like Jamie's the main character, but Rachel becomes the focus in a lot of it. And it's character drama that I don't really give a shit about. Like, it's not bad, but it's like, why do I care? Yeah, the character drama with Rachel and her shitty not-boyfriend. Her shitty not-boyfriend and her friend, like... It just feels like they took the elements of Laurie Strode and gave that to Rachel instead of giving it to Jamie. But it wouldn't make sense for Jamie to have this situation because she's fucking seven years old. Yeah. Which is fine, I guess. But I don't know. I feel like if they had just kind of made Rachel more of like a side character and given more screen time to Jamie doing stuff, it would have been cooler just because she's the one that Michael's after. Fair enough. I think with that out of the way, because that's basically my big thing with this movie. It, it introduces Jamie Strode, and I, I, I do think she's a fun addition to the uh, Halloween universe. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, I get why you, you might not like her, because, like, replacement. Sure. Laurie Strode, and also some people just don't like kid characters in movies like this. I think she does. I think she's I think she's really good, But I, I thought she did a good job. It's, yeah. I, I do like it. It's something, at least that part's something new. Mm-hmm. And that takes, not guts, but it just takes a little bit of extra mm-hmm. oomph. Is there anything, though, you want to talk about with this film? i got a lot of stuff I want to talk about. Okay. So I'm going to start right yeah, off the go bat. Ahead. I appreciate the way this film tackles the whole Michael situation in that everyone takes it seriously from the get-go because that makes absolute sense for the universe because all these people lived through that shit 10 years ago, at least the adults. And so when they hear Michael's back, they're like, oh, no, that's not good. We should actually try and do something about it this time and not let a bunch of kids get murdered. Great. I'm, I'm so appreciative of the fact that the world feels the same, and they continue the progression of the universe through this film. Like, I, I enjoy that, at least. It makes it feel so much better. My problem is the characters we're given in this film that are part of the universe aren't that interesting. Like, Rachel's fine. Not She doesn't do a bad job, but she just gives me nothing to care about for her. You know what I mean? Like, her job is to be there for Jamie, and that is it. Yeah, but, I mean, like, that's a feeling I had with all the characters in this film. That's what I mean. Like, all the people that we get that are part of the world that aren't Loomis or Jamie don't really add anything extra. I mean, I just feel like the characterization in this movie isn't great. Because while I do like Loomis and Jamie as characters, even their characterization in this film isn't amazing. No, it's not. Like, Loomis, he's not as unhinged as he is in Halloween 2. Don't get me wrong, he's further along in the progression of Loomis sanity. Oh, yeah. But he's not as unhinged in a very iconic way as he was in Halloween 2. Yeah. There's no blasting while he's sitting in a police car kind of mm-hmm. thing. And Jamie's kind of the same way, where, like, she has trauma, but that's kind of, like, her only characterization. And, like, those two characters still stick out because they have such over-the-top personalities. Mm-hmm. But even then, they're not, like, characterized in a way I thought was very entertaining. 
Yeah, that's fair. My next point, and I'll, this is this is the thing I want to cover. There, are, I'm a spoiler again. Spoiler warning. We've already given that. There aren't a lot of kills in this film. At least not as many as I wanted. And a lot of them are pretty mediocre. Yeah. There are a few that are pretty good, but a lot of them just are nothing kills. Like yeah. there's no there's no substance to the kills themselves. Here's the thing. You say there's not a lot of kills in this movie. There might be just as many, if not more, kills in this movie than there is in the original Halloween. But the original Halloween is a slow suspense film. This is not that. Well, This kicks off with action. That's the thing. Like, the, the original Halloween, you're right, is a slow suspense film. And the second Halloween, you know, is less so, right? Yeah. And, in fact, I would say the amount of kills in this one is probably comparable to Halloween 2. Probably. It's just that the kills in Halloween and Halloween 2 are just a lot more iconic. Yeah. Because they're more both unique in methods of death as well as, I don't know, just more memorable for, like, the gore and practical effects. Mm-hmm. The kills in this movie are kind of... I don't want to use the word lame. They are kind of lame, but man. they're just kind of I would lackluster. say there's one good one. Because they're lacking in a, at least the version of the film we watched, uh, which we watched this on Shutter, by the way, but... There's just a lack of gore and implied violence in all the kills. Yeah. Not to mention a couple of the kills are very similar. Spoilers here, but there's a multiple kills that are just Michael grabbing someone's head. Yeah, and that's fine. And the the practical on those actually looks kind of cool because he like forces his fingers in their skull and shit, and you can see him popping under the skin. That's kind of nice. But I, I'll say this. They I, didn't feel like they had weight to them, though. That's what it is. They don't feel important or weightful because he doesn't... He does kill some of the main characters, I would say, but none of them feel impactful because you don't care about these people that much. I mean, that's fair. I, I meant the kills don't feel like they have weight because, like... I, I almost felt like the way they were shot and filmed didn't feel like it had weight to them. Fair. Like, I don't want to say they felt cartoony, but they didn't feel like super realistic in the way the first two films felt. Yeah, they don't feel nearly as brutal as the first two either. And I, I think that's in part because Michael in this film is kind of just straight-up magic. He went from a pseudo-realistic kind of killer where he's human, but he's just, like, over-the-top kind of peak human kind yeah. of character where, like, yeah, he got shot by bullets and he's hurt, but he's just going to, like, get up and deal with it. In this film, it, it seems a lot more like, I don't know. He's supernatural. Supernatural. Yeah, especially with the teleportation. That was starting to piss me and off. And it just, it makes all the things he does feel less weighted. That's fair. So, like, going back to the most common kill in this film was he'd grab someone's head and he'd, like, squeeze it or something like that. They kind of looked cool, but it just felt like he was squeezing something made out of foam. It just felt like there was no give because of how strong he was. Yeah. And it just made it very lackluster for me because there was no impact there there was no like you know Mm -hmm. i know what you mean i think i think you're right and i think that is stems from and this is something i want to talk about the first i don't know 45 minutes to an hour of this film is very reminiscent of the original in that michael's not killing anybody he's just walking around stalking people which is cool i like the suspense of the first one a lot and the fact that they tried to recreate that is very very interesting but I think the problem with that is it never really pays off because you've already seen in the beginning Michael kill people. Michael has already been a violent individual. You know about what he can do and what he's up to. 
So the fact that they tried to give us more suspense about where he was and what he was doing with these stalking bits didn't land as good. It didn't feel as menacing as the original. But I think that's also played up by the fact that everyone's taking the situation really seriously, so you're expecting action. And when you're not given the action because he's just walking around looking at people, it's kind of boring. I guess. I mean, I, I don't know if you can tell. I'm not, like, super excited about this film. Fair enough. Because, to me, the whole thing feels like... It feels like they went for a Return to Basics here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it'd been... What did we say? Like, seven years? Yeah, it'd been seven years since Halloween Since 3. the last Halloween film. And eight... No. Six years since the last Halloween film. Seven years since the last time Michael Myers was on screen. Mm-hmm. And it felt like they were just like, all right, we're going to do what worked last time. So they just took how Michael behaved in both Halloween and Halloween 2, shortened it into one film, and then just did a not as good job with it. Yeah. You know? Something I do want to talk about, though, while we're on the topic of, like, Michael in this film, mm-hmm. is his mask. Yeah. It's it's a different mask. Mm-hmm. From what I could find, they had to make, like, they had to make a mask, right? Yeah. And it doesn't turn out looking too great. I think my biggest issue with it is how, like, white it is. It looks too, it's too pristine. Like, it it looks like a high-quality, like, mask. Yeah. And it doesn't look cheap in the same way the original one looks. It's just kind of odd. Yeah, it just doesn't feel right. It just doesn't look like you want it, I guess. I don't know how else to explain that. (laughs) But when you watch the first two films, you know, like, Michael's mask looks like that, right? And in this, it doesn't. And I guess they explain it away with, like, some plot points and how he acquires a new mask. And it's the same sort of mask. It just doesn't have the same gritty dirtiness to it that you want. It it has a it's just missing something, and I don't really know how else to put it. That's my feelings on this film. Uh, (laughs) That's fair. Yeah, and... um, I mean, I, I was reading there were some issues, like, getting masks done. And I think this was, like, the second or third version of it. You can Damn. actually see one of the older versions of the mask in some of the footage that just got accidentally left in. Oh, really? Late in the film, kind of a spoiler, in the school. Mm-hmm. Michael's mask has blonde hair for, a, like, ten seconds. Didn't notice it. I mean, I was looking for it because I heard it was in there. But yeah. on another thing with, like, makeup, though, you know, kind of related to masks. I really like Donald Pleasance's makeup in this film. Oh, yeah, it looks good. I mean, we talked about like Michael's makeup too. how I thought Danielle Harris did a good job mm-hmm. uh, playing Jamie Lloyd. But Donald Pleasance, as always, does a great job playing Dr. Loomis. And again, I don't think he was as unhinged as I wanted him to be. Fair enough. But he was still, you know, farther down the line of crazy. And Donald Pleasance did a great job reining that in into a very, like, serious kind of character. Yeah. As always, great job. But the thing he did in this film that was new is he acted like he was injured. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably helped that he was 10 years older, basically. Yeah. But the whole film, he has like a limp and burn scar makeup. And I just want to say it looks great. Yeah, it looks good. It, he does a very good job of playing that up. I also think the burn scar makeup on Michael's hands and stuff, because you don't see Michael's face, of course. But Michael has like burn scars on his hands, which are always visible. That stuff looks good, too. Makes sense, because he was <laughs> exploded. Yeah, good continuity stuff that... They didn't have to keep in because very clearly he's fine. Yeah. But, you know, the little things, obviously. It's stuff that I appreciate, which is going back to the point of, like, I think this is a good continuation of the universe. Not exactly of, like, all of the story stuff, but, like, the universe is intact and they maintain some of the continuity, which I enjoyed. Yeah. It, it, the film works and it makes sense. Yeah. It just feels like a rehash. Yeah. And I think that comes down to 
I don't think the writing is great. Some of the lines just don't fucking hit. And I'm some of the lines I'm just like, that was actually like terrible writing. <laughs> There's also some weird editing at times too. Yeah. Especially with some of the Jamie scenes. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that's because, you know, kid actor and some of those scenes are harder to shoot or because they were written that way because of the trauma. Yeah, it, I don't it's, know. It's kind of odd. I will say, because I know this now, I'm not going to like completely destroy the writing because this dude wrote, like, concepted it and wrote it in 11 days. Yeah, from what I could find. Don't know how true that is, but... For an 11-day write, this is pretty okay. It's fine. Like, it passes the test. There's just some weird lines here or there where I just go, what the fuck? But honestly, for an 11-day write, that's not so bad. Fair. Okay, I want to hop to... Talked about Loomis. Okay, I'm gonna hop. I want to hop to the end, unless right. you have something else you want to talk about. Because no. that's the last thing I want to talk about. Okay. Because I feel like that's the reason it got such a low score. Because people hate the ending. Uh, that is not why I feel like this got a low score. Well, that's part of it, I think. Right? At least in my opinion. Maybe. Sure. I feel like it got a low score because it's a kind of the issues I have with it. Yeah, it's, it's a meh. Kind of, it's a meh film. It's a meh film. It's a nothing movie. But the end of this film. I saw it coming from a mile away, and I out loud I went, I'm going to fucking hate this. Oh, by the way, spoilers, guys. Yeah, spoilers. End of the film now. We're going to talk about it. I'm about to talk about it. Yeah, we, go go we, ahead, Bob. We give a spoiler at the start. We give a spoiler between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but give another one because you're about to spoil the end of the film. End of the film. Of course, everything's fine. They get Michael. Well. They, they shoot Michael a lot, and he falls into a collapsed pit and is presumably dead for good this time. Presumably. There you know, he's probably fine. It's Michael Myers. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> there's no suspense at this point. Yeah, yeah, there's none because it's Michael. And I think that's kind of why the suspense at the beginning of the film doesn't really work is because you just just Michael. Like, who cares? But they, like, destroy Michael. He falls into a wall, goes into a pit. Everyone's like, hey, he's dead. So they take Jamie and Rachel back home to her parents or to their parents. And the mom is like, hey, I'm going to take Jamie upstairs and give her a bath because she's covered in blood and gross from all this trauma that has happened. <laughs> sweat and tears mostly. Yeah, sweat and tears mostly for her. And it cuts to... A different perspective. It's POV. It's POV. And it's basically the cold open to Halloween 1 again. Don't call it Halloween 1. The first Halloween. There you go. It's a weird thing to do, Bob. Don't do it. (laughs) You are a horror podcast review host. And basically, Jamie kills her mom the way that Michael killed his sister from the original Halloween cold open. Which, by the way, she's been wearing a clown Halloween costume this whole movie. From, like, what Michael was wearing when he killed his sister in Near the Near exactly. Near exactly, which is pretty cool. And I thought I was going to hate it. And I was like, damn it, I hate this. But they did some really good stuff with Loomis to set this up earlier in the film. And it made me not hate it so much. Because Loomis has this interaction with a priest in a truck. Basically, he gets stranded and has to hitch a ride from a dude in a truck. It's a priest man, and the priest is like, yeah, I've been hunting Armageddon for, like, 30 years. And he's like, you can't kill it. And all this other stuff. And the thing about this about Dr. Loomis in this rather than Rob Zombie's Halloween, which I love, is that Loomis is convinced that Michael is no longer a person. He is evil incarnate. And you can't kill evil. So for Jamie to basically, after Michael has been defeated, he's probably still fine, uh, to take up the mantle and become his evil and for Loomis to like freak out the way he did because he recognizes it, I think is so goddamn cool. Like, I think it's, I actually enjoy it. I like it as an ending. I mean, it's an ending you see coming. Obviously. For sure. And I think your read of it of the evils passed on works. However, I don't think it's a great ending. What makes it work, though, is that both Daniel Harris and Donald Pleasance both sell it. Yeah. that That's it. They, I just, it's well shot, and they both sell it with their acting mm-hmm. in a way that just makes it work, even though I think it isn't probably the best. 
Yeah. I mean, it's just like, I thought, here's what I'll say is, I thought I was going to hate it because I saw it coming. And when it happened, I went, oh no, this is fine because of the way they treat Michael and the way Loomis sets everything up. Like, I think it works a lot better than it did in Rob Zombie's Halloween. Like, way better than in Rob Zombie's Halloween. Fair, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, spoiler I like... for Rob Zombie's Halloween, too. Yeah. All right. Do you have anything else you want to say? Since you said that was the last thing you wanted to say. I guess that's my last thing I wanted to say. I don't know. I was heavily surprised by this film. Like, I did, I thought I was going to hate it a lot more than I did. Okay. Well, well uh, before we... Wait, hold on. Do you have something to say? I was going to go to the recommendations because okay, you said you were done. Well, no, hold on. Uh, I want to update my <laughs> Halloween tier list for the audience. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, why don't we do that after, like, at the very end, once you've sure. already rated sure, it? Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we could do the ratings first? Yeah, okay. Okay. Recommendations. If you've seen the first two and you want to continue the universe, watch Halloween 4. Skip Halloween 3. It doesn't make any—it doesn't fit this timeline. No, go watch Halloween 3. <laughs> no. <laughs> so if you're a fan of Michael Myers and you want to watch more Halloween movies, it's fine. Like, I think it's a good continuation of the universe. I enjoyed it. If you want to see a movie with a child protagonist that's actually pretty cool, I recommend it. That's, I feel like that's rare in a lot of horror movies to get a good movie with a, a good child protagonist that I actually care about that's well-written and like well-acted. I recommend for that. If you like Donald Pleasance, he does a fucking kick-ass job as Dr. Loomis. I love Dr. Loomis a lot. He's probably my favorite Halloween character that we've seen. Even more than Michael? Yeah, more than Michael. Okay. I like him more than Michael because Michael don't talk. Like, Michael's cool. I like Mikey. Michael don't talk. Michael don't have, you know, Michael just Michael. He stabs shit. That's it. Walk through doors. I think those are my only recommendations, really, honestly. Okay. For me, the big recommendation for this film is that if you're a fan of Halloween, this is Halloween 4, it's, you know, like the first continuation of the OG timeline of 1 and 2. So, you know, if you're interested in that, go check it out. It's worth a watch if you haven't seen before. It's also, like, worth a watch if you want to see Jamie Lloyd. So, it's check that out, too. My other recommendation, though, is if you want to see Daniel Harris and Donald Pleasance, Doing a decent job, especially together. It's yeah. fun for that. <laughs> That's about it for recommendations. I mean, it's a... Uh... Yep. <laughs> all right, Bobby. Go ahead with your rating. I think you're going to shit all over me for this one, huh? Yeah. Because I, I get why people have problems with this film. But man, I like Michael Myers. And I don't hate it. I think, like I said, like I was saying, Donald Pleasance and Daniel Harris do a great job. Like, Jamie and Dr. Loomis are, like, some of the best characters in this film. I think the dude that does Michael is fine. I don't really like all the kills all that much, but that's not on him. That's just the way they were probably written and choreographed. Or cut down. Or cut down. Like, I, a lot of the kills don't feel that good. There, are, There is one kill specifically that I actually enjoyed and was like, damn, that's a good kill. But other than that, the kills are meh. The writing is okay. The characterization on everyone except for Loomis and Jamie is pretty ass. A lot of the characters don't feel good. They don't, they don't have weight behind them in a way that's interesting. So when... They die. You don't give a shit. I feel like you're going to justify your high rating, but you're talking yourself down as you do. We'll see. <laughs> but I do like the continuation of the Halloween universe. I like the way the situation is handled in this. I think it makes total sense. Something we didn't bring up. Don't worry. It'll be continued multiple times. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> but I won't say that. I'm just going to spoil something, but I'll leave it out because it's a funny, interesting thing that happens. But I do enjoy the way that things are handled in this film a lot more because it makes sense for the world. And it feels like a lot of the rules carried from the first and second film, come over with the whole Michael was evil incarnate, so you can't kill him, and it gets passed on because evil can't die. I like all that shit. I think it's cool. And it makes sense for Loomis to do all the things he does with that in mind. So, I think I'm going to give it three... Three. I almost gave it a three and a half, but I won't. 
because I don't I don't think the kills it deserve a three and a the half. kills don't eh, the kills just don't do it for me, man. And I don't know. I just it has problems, but I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Put right. it that way. Fair enough. I'm also gonna give it a three. Sick. Are you surprised? Yes, actually. Okay. You were so mad during the movie. You looked like you were gonna fucking explode. No, I I wasn't mad. First of all, I just have really, really, really bad resting bitch face. Well, no, it's more of a, you were away from your mic with your, like, hand on your face, just, like, not into it. Yeah. And I, look, I, I haven't talked a lot about this film on this wrap-up. It, it's one of those films where it's it's kind of hard for me to talk about because I feel like this film is very meh. Yeah, that's fair. It's not it's not bad. I mean, I think this film set out to do everything it, it wanted to do. It's, it's straight up a return to form. They brought Michael back. And they made sure Michael got to do all the things we've seen Michael do in Halloween and Halloween 2. He does his stalking in the first half of the movie of his insert relative here. (laughs) Yeah. And then he chases the babysitter around while Loomis kind of Loomis is out with the sheriff. And then there's a showdown and Michael dies. Yeah. I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. Basic return to form. And it does a good job, like, doing it. It, I mean, it condensed two movies down into one. And pretty decent way honestly yeah the issue though is it's such a close return the form that it's nothing new yeah like, it's, it's not interesting at all it's derivative as hell it's so derivative and when you combine that with not great characterization so like you don't care about most of the characters and the fact that like even the characters you do care about don't get the in-depth like screen time <laughs> and characterization you want it just feels lackluster I mean, I think the the saving grace for this whole film are the few things that they get to do that are new. Yeah. You know, burnt up Donald Pleasance, a younger protagonist Mm -hmm. character, and Magic Michael. Yeah. Because he's straight up magic in this film. And that's all new stuff. And that's a little bit of flair that keeps this film from, I think, failing entirely. That's fair. But it's just not super interesting. And again, even the things that... I think saved the film aren't necessarily done the greatest. Like I, I said, Michael being magic is some flair, but like it just means it's kind of irritating. <laughs> it's irritating, but it but it's something new. But it's new, so it, it's different, right? So it's yeah, it makes for interesting situations. It's just this film's a slog, but it's it's fine. Like if if you watch this film first, like before Halloween and Halloween two, I'm sure you'll have a better experience. Now you're not gonna have as good of an experience watching Halloween and Halloween 2. No. But because it's fresh, it won't be as, mm-hmm. you know, sloggy. I, that, I know that sounds like I'm not, like, super excited about the film, but, like, again, it's not bad. It's just... Yeah. It's just super derivative. It's pretty meh overall. But that's what it set out to be. But, look, it's not a disappointment. Like, I wasn't disappointed. It gave me all the Michael stuff I wanted, if that makes sense. Like, not everything I wanted, but, like, it made expectations to a degree. It was yeah. a Michael film, and he, stuff happened. You got people. all the things you wanted. You got yeah. a, a <laughs> traumatized Lloyd character. You got your Michael being super over the top. Donald Pleasance is back. That was the best part. Haddonfield's there. I like Donald Pleasance I mean, it, a it, lot. it's all there. It's just, it doesn't do more than that. Yeah, and that's the problem, because it's the fourth one. You want more than that, right? Mm-hmm. Or just over-the-top kills. and You don't even get that. There's, we don't get there's that. There's one. There's super a single down. one. It feels like they were... Almost highly cut down. Yeah, but I, and a I don't lot know. of people just die off screen for no fucking reason. God, yeah. And you could have shown me, like, you see what happened to them, but it's not actually shown how it happened. And it's like, if you're gonna do a fast paced like Halloween two style, 
I don't want to say action movie, but Halloween 2 is a lot faster paced than Halloween 1. It's just more violent. More violent. Show me. Like, don't just tell, like, show me it happening. Don't just be like, oh, dead body. A lot of it is implied, but not implied in a very graphic way. Yeah. All right, though. That's that's my review. Fair enough. Leave it at that. All right. Now, let's do a Halloween, a Bob Halloween checklist real quick. You don't, do you want to do that now, or do you want to go to the outtakes and then do it? No, we'll do it now. Okay. It makes sense now to me, at least. Yeah, this also, is just the films you've seen, though, right? Just the ones I've seen. Okay. Top of the list, Halloween 2. It's still my favorite. Nothing has beaten it so far. Okay. Then the original, because it's it's a better film, but I just prefer the second, because it's faster paced, and a lot more cool shit happens, like the explosion at the end. Yeah, but that's kind of hard, though, because the, the second one's only super cool because it stands on the shoulders of the first one. Fair enough. They're kind of like one film, though. Sure. All things considered. It's one mega film that I really enjoy. So, Halloween 2, Halloween 1, right? Then, Halloween 4. Just beneath them. I like it. Not Halloween 3. Shut up. We'll get there. Then, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Not the worst one I've ever seen. I actually like 4 more than Rob Zombie's Halloween, personally. But I'm just not... I'm just not a fan of Rob Zombie's style, man. And also, like, I like Donald Pleasance too much not to put him above their Loomis. That's fair. And then, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Woo! And then Halloween, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, which right. is by far the worst one. Fair enough. I just want to keep the audience updated as we watch these films those to where everything falls. Do you need me to rate them? The ones we've seen? Oh, do you want to do it too? I mean, I can. Go for it. Yeah, sure. I think yeah, it's Halloween interesting. Halloween 3. I hate you. I hate you so fucking much. <laughs> are you serious? Is that a bit or are you serious? Uh, that was a bit. Okay. I think it's probably the first Halloween film. Fair enough. And then the second Halloween film. And then Halloween 3. Mm. Okay. Saw that coming. Then Halloween 4. Oh. Then the zombie films. Fair enough. In order. Zombie yeah. And then Zombie 2. Because, I mean, like, if you're wondering why I put Halloween 3 before Halloween 4, it's not like Michael Myers, right? No. But it does new stuff. Yeah. Like, it is enterta. I think it's better written and shot. It is definitely better written. I'll give you that. It is definitely better Halloween written. Halloween 3 is definitely not as good as Halloween and Halloween 2. But No, you know, it's not. I, I do think it's a better film Objectively, than this one. For sure. I just prefer Michael. I have a disdain for you. Listen, this is your fault. You put a nasty taste in my mouth with Halloween 3. You're going to rewatch it and enjoy it. I'm just waiting for it. No, I won't. Eventually, you get to buy the D- the Blu-ray. Well, I will buy the Blu-ray because you're going to rewatch all the podcasts. You're going to be like, oh, it wasn't that bad. I actually really like it. All right. We're going to go to the outtakes now. Is that where we normally introduce our people? Sure. <laughs> I don't remember. We're going to go to the outtakes now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we'll see you guys in a bit. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the outtake section for this episode of Beware the Board. I hope you're enjoying our review of Halloween 4 so far. I liked it a lot more than I enjoyed 3, but you're going to hear an extra voice during the outtakes. That's just one of my friends sitting in to watch the movie with us. And if you do not want any spoilers from this outtake section, please skip to 54 minutes and 26 seconds immediately. This next clip is our reaction to the movie revealing Dr. Loomis somehow survived at the end of Halloween 2. Is that how many he got in the last two? Sure. Maybe more. It's true. Shot him six times. Both of them. He survived? No fucking way. No way we're going to get more Dr. Loomis. That would be awesome, Ben. This next clip is our reaction to Michael finally waking up from his coma after ten years of sleep. That's any big slasher, though. There's like a billion of... God damn. All right, Mikey. Holy shit, he's already begun with his nonsense. Holy shit! He's dealing his ass. He's drinking him. Drink. Dog. I'm sure nothing bad will happen to that dog. Michael eats dogs. 
I'm not, he eats them. This next clip is our reaction to learning that Lori Strode is dead. Oh, she's dead. Yeah. God damn it. Well, that explains why she's not in the movie. How'd she die? Uh, it doesn't have been exposed. <gasps> Michael. What's Michael doing? Is she praying? <laughs> that might work on Michael. He's kind of a demon. This next clip is our reaction to Jamie having a Michael-related nightmare. It's not like there's a closet monster. Nope. No monsters <gasps> in this closet, except for maybe Mikey. Her door is just fucked up like yours is, Bob. Oh, that's, well. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that's not good. D don't pull the, oh, is she going to die in the first 15 minutes? Nope. I don't know how she got out of that. Bah. It's not the OG mask, which is kind of sad. It's a new mask because it looks clean. Oh, she's so screwed. What the fuck? This next clip is our reaction to Dr. Loomis learning that Michael has escaped again. He's old in this, too. He's old in the first one. It's been ten years. I know. <laughs> He's gonna tell me escaped. <laughs> He's just fucking leaving. <laughs> He's gonna go try and kill him! Oh. Old man Loomis can definitely defeat Michael Myers. I believe in him. How many of these movies did you say there was? This is the fourth. Mm -hmm. I think there's 11 or 12. I don't think Dr. Loomis is going to defeat Michael Myers. Well, some the new ones aren't in the same canon. I think there's 12. This next clip is our reaction to what Michael does to the dog, Sunday. Dead dog! God damn it. God damn it. I knew that dog was fucked from the moment I saw it. At least he didn't eat that one. Well, he just killed it. I, you couldn't tell. I hope he didn't eat that one. This next clip is our reaction to Michael taking care of the town's power supply. Why is this guy even here? It's like pitch black outside. I don't know. He's working. Like, is your shift not over? Oh. <laughs> Holy shit. He just got thrown into the fucking Transformers for the town. He's so fucked. I'm sure his skin is getting fused to this it right now. explain all the power going out. Uh, this guy's corpse overloaded the power system. That would probably work. It probably would. This next clip is us talking about how irresponsible the parents of Haddonfield are. I just like the implication then that, like, all these adults came to pick up their children and then just left Jamie in the street. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. How did he get here? He was just at the power station. Well, you don't know how close the power station is. That's fair. I guess you're right. It could be five feet away in the backyard of that house. Yeah, most neighborhoods have a, a power station, you know, right next to all the houses. Yeah, well, so I mean, it's, true. it's fast Actually, power in fact, access. they're in the houses. Yeah, they just left this child. <laughs> Why not, man? Oh, it's so irresponsible. It's irresponsible, but like, if I saw, if I was getting my kid and I saw a kid on the street, I go, someone will get yeah, that kid. Yeah, but like, John Wayne Gacy, it already happened. That's fair. Like, they knew what happened to 
kids. This next clip is Ben and I explaining how Michael works to my friend, and also some Dr. Loomis love. Magic. So like ninja moves? N- he's just well, a hulking uh, man. Okay, so before, he was just a big dude that, that was super strong and stealthy. Now he's just a magic man that is also very strong and stealthy. Yeah, we've seen him use shadow clone jutsu. <laughs> is the guy missing his head? Hold on, what? He's not a man. <laughs> there it is. I, that's my favorite part about Dr. Loomis, man. He knows what's up. This next clip is Ben being too worried about the wardrobe of a character in a horror movie. <laughs> he still doesn't put pants on. <laughs> she doesn't need them. <laughs> She's faster without them. It's the <laughs> fact that her protective father is so okay with this. Probably just assume she has shorts on underneath her. It's a big shirt. It is not a big shirt. Her ass is nearly hanging out. It's purely for the sex appeal, Benjamin. This next clip is our reaction to the only good kill in this movie. What a fucking 1988 thing to say. MTV. It's still around to this day. It's not, actually. Is it not? MTV is gone. Oh. So is this guy. I didn't know. That was Michael? Oh, same haircut. What the fuck? Oh, she's so dead. I don't think she's wearing Oh, pants. Michael! Holy shit! He just bobbed that guy or that girl, but with a shotgun and not a knife. It'd been better if you impaled her and then shot her with it. I thought he was gonna shoot her, and I thought I thought you'd mentioning the gun thing was gonna happen. Okay. I mean, he's got a gun, so yeah, there are multiple guns here. That was a cool reveal. I I like that kill. It was good. This next clip is our reaction to Dr. Loomis's ingenious plan to defeat Michael. Dr. Loomis must have a plan to defeat Michael Myers. There it is. <laughs> Gun. Colt 1911, which is now out of bullets. <laughs> I'm sure he has more bullets than that. How will he ever know someone's here? <laughs> Maybe that alarm. You fucking nitwit. This next clip is just me reaffirming something that I've always believed since the beginning of this show. Oh! Stairs are dangerous. Stairs are very scary. That's why you don't like stairs in horror movies. Stuff bad stuff happens. Are you just talking to yourself there? Yep. Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the outtakes. I hope our guest was funny. Yeah, if you heard I think him. he was. He's probably in some of them. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Announcements, Ben? I mean, we're doing Halloween 5 Monday. Yep. That's coming out. Then normal episode Friday. See more Jamie Strode, <laughs> which Bob told me I was calling Jamie Lloyd this whole time. Not the whole time. You did it didn't like correct twice. me. No, you said you just kept saying Lloyd, and I was like, who is Lloyd? Who is he talking about? I didn't know you who you were talking correct about. correct me, Bob. Well, her name isn't Jamie Strode. I assume they... Well, I guess... No, it's sh- Jamie Strode. I guess it would be Jamie Strode because... Yeah. They wouldn't have changed your last name at the age of I'm seven. I'm just shocked you didn't correct me. Because I didn't. Because you correct me every other time I get a name wrong. Yeah. And I, this time you were like, yeah, that, that works. I just wasn't really, it didn't connect in my noggin this time, you son of a bitch. 
Yeah, anyways, we'll watch Halloween 5, so that should be... Something. Exciting. I'm excited um, for it. I don't really have any other announcement, do you? No, I don't think so. Okay. Everything that... Ne- yeah, there's no other announcements other than the normal episode comes out Friday, Halloween 5. That's it. All right. Uh, well, then check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, other interweb places. As always, we're on YouTube if you want to check us out there for some reason. Uh, it is a great place to like show us some support because it's really easy to do that there. You know, you can subscribe. You can like the videos. It's also one of the two places for communicating with us. Uh, you can do that in the comment section. Or you can go uh, tweet at Bob on our Twitter. Kind of like you're having a little psychic dream with him. <laughs> I was waiting on that one, man. I didn't know where you were going to go. I was curious. Yeah, like Ben said, check us out on Twitter, at Beware the Board. It's where I post anything you want to know about the show. On Mondays, most of the time, I missed a week. I'm sorry. I didn't miss it. I was late because I've been very busy. But on Mondays, I post a spoiler post for that week's worth of episodes. So it's basically a tweet with a movie cover in it. And you can uncover the picture to see what it is. And then you can watch the movie before we do. So when you listen to the episode, you don't get any spoilers. Or if like we're being really vague about stuff or like beating around the bush, you kind of know what we're talking about. Makes for a better listening experience. Then on Fridays or whatever day an episode go live, goes live, I always post a link. So basically, it'll just be a tweet with a little blurb about the episode and then links to everywhere you can get it. So yeah. Twitter is where all the updates about the show go, so check it out. Uh, the other thing is, check us out on TikTok or YouTube Shorts now. We have a couple of YouTube Shorts up, Woo. so check those out. Um, but if you're on TikTok and TikTok's your platform, I post clips from the show there. I post outtakes, different parts of the show that I did actually, and Ben doesn't know this because I haven't told him. I meant some earlier. I have actually went through back through and I cut some extra stuff from an older episode that's going to go up soon. I have to run it by you first. Okay. So basically, new content that's never been seen is going on our TikTok. So if that interests you, check it out. Whoa. At Beware the Board. I've seen that content. Ben is, well, Ben was there for the content. He was there for the making of it. I think that's it. And I think last thing. I have to tell you. going to be at the convention, do Ben. You, do you not know? No. I've, I've said her name a lot. Oh, is Daniel Harris going to be there? Yeah. That's so cool. We already that's saw her. Awesome. convention prep. We've already seen her. Do you remember? Oh, is she? Whoa. Who is she, Bob? Is she Annie Brackett in the She's Rob Zombie Annie films? Brackett, yeah. That's actually really fucking cool. Yep. That's rad. I didn't know. I my brain didn't connect that at all. I'm surprised you <laughs> didn't connect that. Yeah, is that the only person that's gonna be there? Uh, from this film? Yeah. So far, yeah. Okay, cool. That's really sick, actually. I almost asked a dumb question because he's dead. I was like, Donald Pleasance. No, he's dead. He died. Tragic. Rest in peace, Donald Pleasance. But you know, wow, that's actually really cool. I don't know what I, I want to get her to sign something, but I don't know what I want. <laughs> well, you can figure that out. You still got like a couple months. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But that's it. Is that it? Yeah. Are we'll, we done? We'll we'll see you Monday. Yeah, we'll uh we'll see you guys Monday. <laughs>